The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. So, um, yeah, we didn't record yesterday or earlier in the week because I didn't, I couldn't bear, I couldn't bear to watch the fucking game. Uh, I was doing other shit, and and psychologically, I again in in Reading, I'm going to watch the Newcastle game anyway, no matter what happened. And um, I thought if we can't beat Bournemouth, well, what's the fucking point? <laughs> so I'm not going to take that yeah, risk yeah. by wasting my time watching it. I had other shit going on, and yeah, moving, moving house. Um, uh, oh. <laughs> yes, I didn't yeah. didn't watch it. Caught up with it yesterday, and um, after listening to like various various podcasts during the week, um, some from people who were there, some people who are watching on telly or other means. Um, the whole the whole narrative around it was that Davinson Sanchez and him being booed and <laughs> him being awful. Um, well, my, my only conclusion of that is that it wasn't as what I imagined after listening to those podcasts wasn't as bad as what I saw when I watched the match three days later. Um, mm. it, it wasn't that bad. The situation was bad overall. It was bad, but, um, it wasn't the, the, the victimization that I imagined. It wasn't like the Abue moment. Do you remember that Arsenal? Oh god, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. That's horrific. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. It was just a bad situation yeah. and um, combination of various factors. Mm. So, so, I mean, it's, last time we recorded, we didn't um, record after Brighton. Uh, too much live shit getting in the way. And why would you? Yeah. Brighton was a game that we were shit and won. This game, we were slightly better mm. and lost. Um. <laughs> Uh, it, it can go this way, you know. There's win, there's winning. We've done this before. There's winning, losing, and drawing. Sometimes you win a match, you should lose. Sometimes you draw a match, you should win. Sometimes you, you lose a match that you you should win. All those permutations happen. Uh, and mm. yeah, Brighton last week we were shite, and we're fortunate to win. And this week we were marginally better, although somewhat more chaotic. And I think it. Um, Things conspired against us to finally bury the three-four-three bollocks. Um, it, the, 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 the situation and the circumstances all conspired against that particular formation with these particular players for for the remainder um, for the remainder of the season. Um, and it's just, just yeah, it's just uh, it was so disjointed in the end. Um, um, it's inevitable. Funnily, um, I think we did this every, every season. Every season, there's always one game that reminds me of a match that I watched at White Hart Lane. When would it have been? 1994, 1995, something like that. And it's a game where Derby County with Paolo Wanchop beat us 2-1 at home and it was <laughs> a last-minute winner. It was a last-minute winner, and it was just like it was just. I relived that match again, watching this Brighton uh, Bournemouth game, and we have one every season that reminds me of that Derby County game in the mid nineties. I'll have to, um, and I would have been there, you know, as a kid, 
12, 13, enjoying the match, incredible, not very often going to White Hart Lane, and just that feeling of of utter dejection and deflation. And you, as a kid, you don't really know what that is. But fuck me, 30 years later, I'm very, very aware of how that feels. And all of these mid- middle-aged blokes trudging out of the stadium and all the kids like looking around going, oh, isn't it nice, isn't it? Oh, the smell of the grass and all that. And everybody's like, oh, this is, this is awful. And then they do it all again next week. So the Bournemouth game uh, took me back. Took, took me back to that awful <laughs> Derby County game. It wasn't even when Igor Stimak was there. They might have been slightly more interesting. Uh, it was a grisly, grisly team. And a grisly defeat. It's like you walk out of the stadium, you're not even sure what the score is. It's like, oh, just <laughs> gen- generally that time is not going to be given back to us. Um, fuck, fuck. So, so with the Conte leaving, with the Conte leaving, we were talking about this before. Um, there's uh, Chelsea are doing this as well. Only Chelsea and Tottenham could fuck up the possibility of having a uh, manager bounce. We're not going to have, yeah, but because manager bounces are scientifically proven things that you can guarantee a modicum of success, whether it's half an hour of football, a full match of football, the the remainder of the season gives you that bounce because all of the players are playing for their careers because um, nothing has changed apart from the decade uh, at the the head. Um, We wasted the opportunity to have a manager bounce. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, everything uh, is the same. Everything's the same. They came back from the international break and everything is absolutely the same. Nobody's looking over the shoulder. Nobody's like, oh, who's this guy? Nobody's new letters painted on the door. And none of this is happening. Uh, no breath of fresh air, even if, even if it's not necessarily the best air. It's just different air. It's all the same shit. Mm. And, and then you see the way that, uh, obviously back then, top four was a possibility. Then we just, oh my word, the, the, the selection of, a late collapses and uh, mm. points lost against relegation threatened teams. I mean, we're making the relegation battle interesting just by um, just by virtue of our, <laughs> our terrible spinelessness or listlessness um, about yes. us. Um, so Bournemouth, we're probably going to keep stay up with our, our behaviour. And it, I looked at the last game of the season; it's Leeds. They might be down before. We can save them. Um, yeah, but so we got yeah, uh, and then particularly with the the news that Aston Villa pumped Newcastle, you're thinking right, this is a chance. Here we go, everybody's yeah. uh, the winds in the sails. Um, and then it it turns out to be such a chaotic game whereby Stellini is just chucking on forwards and. Did we train it? Did we train this all last week? Any of this last week? Nah, no. Nah, we're just all going to chuck you on now. We're going to go um, three, four, three the entire entire way. Um, yes, we'll do that. We'll do the um, we'll do the, the match breakdown shit. Match match breakdown. Um, yeah. But but um, yeah, various things have conspired against us at this particular stage to in in a. In a Kind of wet souffle 
moment of this season. That um, can still be saved yet again, but how many times are we going to say that before we start thinking it's not going to be saved? We these guys can't. Yeah. They, in the in the current guys, these guys in the current guys can't um, pull themselves out of out of the mire. Um, uh, and and it was so marginal. I think Bournemouth was actually quite enjoyable to watch, relatively. And yeah. Richarlison scores his fucking header. There's no, this is all over. Uh, but we we've got countless occasions of that this season's where, uh, uh, particularly in the last few weeks, where it's just like guys, come on, come on. Even by by mistake, you could probably get a fucking result <laughs> here. But it's just it's just such a a pall hanging over this lot. Um, so let's go. Fuck this. Let's uh, get into the match breakdown. Uh, we played worse against Brighton and won. Yes, fine. Uh, Larice, Romero, Dyer, Longley, great. Poro, Skip, Poyberg, Perisic, great. Kulu, Kane, Son, all the same bastards. Uh, very, very good. Uh, an extremely unimpressive Bournemouth team on paper. Uh, they were extremely busy early on, lots of running around. Very nice. Uh, four minutes in, Spurs have done absolutely nothing. Absolutely fine. Acceptable. Uh, then a good, good early move. Romero into Kulu, out to Perisic. Good cross, five minutes. Much better. Here we go. Uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Perisic was uh, very good um, uh, today, or whatever it was. Another threatening cross, seven minutes. Skip, making runs off the back of Kane. Hmm, this is a new development. I, I haven't seen much of this this season. I'm trying to take the positives at the moment. Bear in mind, I'm watching this three days after the event. Uh, so I am looking for the positives. Uh, Kulu, a couple of shots. Very good. Long play, 1-0. Um uh, Longley releases Perisic over the top, pull back uh, Son, uh, strokes home. Uh, very easy goal to score. Uh, yeah. Bournemouth had switched, had matched up with us with the three at the back. They don't normally do this. And they were susceptible to the ball over the top, particularly when you, you had the angry Stevens and Mepham going up Kane's arsehole. Um. Kane, 25-yard shot, dragged wide. Christie chance over the, boy, over the bar. It's the first time I've seen him. He's a very busy bastard, but um, yeah. uh, not quite the brightest. Uh, good chance for Christie who's over the bar. Uh, 20 minutes sitting in, not attacking the ball enough. Skip, excellent, wriggles away and releases. We're, we're sitting back, a touch, hitting him on the break, and Skip wriggles away, releases um, Son. And uh, he does his customary little step over, left foot, uh, straight in netto over the bar. Very nice. 22. Kane should score. Sun feeds him in first time, straight in netto. Great. Perisic, great sprint, 25 minutes. Skip, lovely challenge, full stretch. Uh, superb. Uh, one of those strange ones that are not textbook, where he's running to the left of somebody and then scoops his right foot around. Uh, but he so has an uncanny yeah. knack to um, to uh, succeed. Uh, Tavernier, 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 oh, I can't remember his name. Cut inside straight at Louise. Fine. Four. Standard save. 32 minutes, long lay injury. Sanchez comes on. So we've been playing three at the back for two years. Um, very recently, Sanchez came on and it was a bit rubbish. It was 
was was he was he playing against Brighton? I can't remember. Um, I don't it was something recently he was involved in it wasn't very successful and so with that in mind because yeah. they put him oh his last few minutes they put him at left centre back or something left. yeah and he was, it looked terrible it looked terrible so still he's gone we don't want that we don't want that appearance anymore it's a very optically very very bad we're going to move Romero Romero over so um, a disrupted back three it's disrupted further by moving your better, your best centre back into the left slot, of which um, I'm not sure how much Romero has ever played or indeed has trained in. Um, it doesn't look right. Um, it's turning back into the shit all the time, and it's just shuffling back over to to Sanchez. And there's nothing really wrong happening. He wasn't booed when he came on. Uh, it's just the way it is. I think Stilini was right afterwards. You know, they were um, one nil up, and there was no there's no reason to take off a defender at that point. Uh, d- developments happen after that to make him change that, and we switch into a four. But that's cool. Um, such as cannot R- Romero moves over, so it's all slightly disrupted. Uh, Romero in his best slot is removed from his best slot, and now he's. Second guessing himself a touch. Uh, lovely pass over the top from Dieter Son. Uh, Kane hoofs over the bar. 1 1, Vina. Uh, Sanchez fluffs his first touch. Yes! Fluffs his first touch into Poro. Poro doesn't solve Dave's first touch error and uh, merely compounds it. Um. <laughs> Then Vina, not tracked when Sanchez wasn't up to speed, clips it over Lloris 39. This was a match where uh, Lloris looked like looked like we didn't have a goalkeeper. Um, I don't remember him saving anything. Nothing. It looked like um, we didn't have a goalkeeper out there. Um, uh, like any first-time hard-running tap into the box, there's no resistance whatsoever. Um, yeah. Uh, Larice needs to. Uh, we, need, we need a new dynamic back there. Um, yeah, uh, but that wasn't his fault. It was a confluence of things. But fuck me, uh, Sanchez not up to speed. Shit touch. Poro walking into a problem. Um, you can imagine, like when you know that you're 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 very aware that Davinson is a bit raw. It's a bit shit. It could go anywhere. Mm. He's a three-legged pinball machine. It, you don't want to compound it with anything else. So if he makes an error, you have to clean it up, even if it's not your game. It's yeah. a first time ball over the top and then reset. And, and, and yeah. then see how Sanchez is developing and settling into the match because it was very early on. Um, Defence is taking a bit of a time to re- readjust. Half-time, one-all. Uh, Memories of discontent in the stands. Fine, great, whatever, great. But uh, in, in more than enough in that first half to be winning by more goals. Uh, second half, Kulu. Good move, Kulu out to Perisic. I have no idea what that is. Uh, it's a two one to Bournemouth. More terrible defending. Not enough pressure on the ball. Davison gets beaten on his inside far too easily. Then passes it to Solanke to chip another. Hard running into the box, hard running into the box, and a chip uh, over a keeper who may or may not have been there. 
<laughs> I can't quite confirm whether he yeah. was there or not. Yeah. It could have been some kind of hologram. A hologram yeah. of the, the attempted save in the first half where he just vaporized. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of a previous missed uh, save uh, haunted us in the second half. Uh, oh, God. Uh, no central midfield presence. I don't know. Like, we got Hoiberg and Skip. Yes, we've missed our best central center midfielder the entire season. We don't have Bissouma. We don't have those options. Uh, Saar, we haven't seen any more since uh, Milan. I don't know why. Um, this is what we have. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Skip, in the, in, in, the, in the central midfield pairing, um, Skip has more of a personality than Hoiberg. I really don't know what he's, yeah. he's doing. Hoiberg is having a shit bit but um i i don't know i can't i can't stomach it i can't stomach it it's, it's um it's just not he's the g up guy he's the guy who, who who taps his temple just before half time and and people like he's patting people on the shoulder in the tunnel nobody's looking at him like, like he's um i call him the janitor he, yeah. he he talks a good game he's a fine politician he'll probably be a very good director of football after he retires but my God, it's, there's some fraudulent shit going on. And um, I don't know where he is most of the time. Uh, don't even get me started at the, 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 the what was his name? Ooh, Arutra, Utara, who scored his, his goal. What kind of defending that was, where he kind of hops and skips out of the way to let him back inside. Oh my God, um, yeah. Very strange. It was like he'd rolled his ankle and had to hop up or something because he couldn't put any weight on it. I don't know what he was doing. He just ushered... I think he was just trying to not give away a penalty, but making it. Fuck me! It's again. It's everything seems to be a performance. It's yeah. kind of like ooh, like hands up in the air. Yeah, like it's popped up. Like oh, I'm being cautious, guys. Guys, I'm being cautious. Guys, can you see I'm being cautious? I'm being cautious over here. Look at the signs. Look at the signs. Yeah, mm. and it's you. You're not playing football. This is this. You're just. You're a performance artist. It's like that dude. Um, he's certainly a good mime artist because you can read his body language quite well. He's like these guys who who wave in aeroplanes. Where he, he does yeah. when, he, when he doesn't want the ball, he crosses his arms. No. Yeah. Not to me. Not to me. No. It goes somewhere else. Well, I, I kind of fucking need you out there. If I need you out there. Two. If you're in a two in the middle. Mm. Like you've got to do so much, and it's, he's, he'll commit to things. He'll chase balls that he really knows he isn't really going to win. It's kind of a Robbie Keane in centre mid. That's the Robbie Keane, yeah. Where he'll he'll chase the easy ball hard to avoid having to do the actual lung busting shit. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Skip will do the lung busting shit, so he's immediately got a fucking leg up because that's half of the battle most of the time. Yeah. That's how we keep losing to a lot of these teams because they all have. The lung blasting shit. So you're just getting found out. And I say, if you're in a two, we're just fucked every time you throw yourself forward, knowing that we can't seem to defend at the moment and we've got a fucking hologram goalkeeper. It's, it's, <laughs> you've, you've just got to have more. You've just got to have more. And yeah. he doesn't have it. And, you know, it's, it's Skip should be playing instead of him with somebody else. Exactly. As you say, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know where where he is like we put him on the front of the program and then had like the 
one of our tweets showing his shirt saying he's our star boy and he didn't even come up. <laughs> yeah. like, what, what are you hyping him up for? Like, yeah. you, you do that when somebody's about to start a match, not not never see him. I mean, it's, mm. uh, it doesn't make sense. But yeah, like we said, we nothing mm. was ever going to change. So it's kind of, it's all kind of pointless, really. Mm. Like, there's no, there's no point kind of trying to figure out how we should be doing things better because it's not going to change and it's going to end in June, fucking June anyway. Yeah. So, like, well, what's the point? Really? Like, if you're not going to, if you're not going to take a punt on these guys, if you're not going to chuck Sar in because Stellini's mentality at this point has got nothing to do with next season. It's entirely just these, mm. what's it, eight games now? Seven games? Whatever the fuck we've got left. So he's not got any sort of vision in mind of terms okay yeah let's start blooding some of these guys and get them prepared for the next season he's like no let me just get through this shit it's gonna keep playing the same dudes same system and then i'm gone then they can do whatever the fuck they want yeah that jumu what he's he's played about 20 minutes of football scored two goals hmm. not bad it's not bad it's not bad it just doesn't make any sense hmm. i mean yeah it's awful but it's not bad <laughs> but at the same time i can understand why he's doing it that's but it, it just leaves us in this weird position of, well, all of this is kind of pointless, really, isn't it? Because we're not learning. It really anything, is. Because we're it not really trying is. to learn anything. This isn't a, a period of learning at all. This is a period of just fucking get through it. See my contract. Then... I mean, it's just terrible, though, that the, you know, when the season tickets are re- renewed, that you're you're paying for a competitive. Um, successful manager looking after um, uh, some world-class talent who could be doing something interesting after a fourth um, in the league last season. And you would have thought um, with the extra signings, more of his guys that that you would be in and around. I know we see we still are in and around that thing, but you paid for Conte. You paid for Conte yeah. and you're getting a lot. this fucking ghoul. Mm. <laughs> Who is this fucking ghoul? I, I like uh, him as an assistant in the way that um, uh, he behaved on the touchline like an assistant in the Brighton game because yep. he just kind of like didn't face it. <laughs> He didn't face it, and and he didn't know the rules. Why am I getting sent off? It is, it is funny how often uh, professional people don't know the rules, and it is very I easy not to know the rules yeah, because they're fucking different. changing them every other week. So yeah. I mean, how can you possibly keep up with all this shit? Yeah. Um, so he didn't know that he had to control his bench, um, but he behaved like an assistant. Assistant yeah, just sits there and monitors information. To, uh, to relay it to the relevant parties, um, whereas Conte, deserving uh, if Conte was there, Deserbi would never have. Deserbi would be polishing his fucking shoes, mate. Mm. <laughs> but but that, he's got Stellini in there. It's like, oh, this guy's a fucking assistant. Piss off! Don't don't give me an assistant. Um, don't face. I don't want to be facing an assistant. This guy's a bum. So I I I. <laughs> um, there's no way that this could be leveled at, at the Tottenham team, but I um, that story came out that 
when Stellini was done for match fixing, he was coaching a refugee team. And I, did you hear this? No. He was he was he was coaching a refugee team, and the refugee team did, did quite well. I'm thinking, was he match fixing refugee games as well? Because um, I, mean, I I don't know what was happening. Like if you were because when I saw that Conte was going, and we knew that this was completely rudderless and pointless, there's a kind of vacuum that's created that could be open to abuse. Um, and there, um, there's yeah. no there's no way I'm saying it could be open to abuse with the track record of these fucking crooks that we're fucking working with. Um, there's a possibility. It can't be discounted. And when you see yeah. Sanchez come on... <laughs> yeah. And, and there's no way that you can legislate for a long leg injury, but you can legislate for a guy on the bench called Davidson Sanchez who can come on and pull, <laughs> pull a fucking stinker and chuck a match. I want to look at some what the, the betting spikes were when, when that when that happened. Mm. Um, to be winning, that guy comes on and then suddenly you're losing. Um, anyway, yeah, there's no, yeah. no impropriety at all. But I, I did find it, it, it fascinating straight away. Um, I think when um, Sanchez came on, if Conte was watching, he put a tenner on uh, <laughs> Bournemouth. Yeah. <laughs> pretty swift. Pretty swift on his best friend. Um uh, so yeah, so he came on thirty two minutes off to fifty seven, so yeah, twenty twenty minutes. So four four two. I couldn't even work out what it was. Was it four four two? Was it four three three? I didn't know what it was. Uh, Bournemouth are creaking. Perisic big chance. Flick on from a corner. Who's over the bar? Sixty. Lovely cross. Um, uh, who the fuck is that? That must be Poro. Uh, Seventy came yeah. doesn't quite sort his feet out to get up for it. And it's slightly underneath it, but very good. This has become a very shapeless match. Uh, we aren't keeping the ball well enough, but we have got we're top heavy. Seventy uh, fifth minute, Kane shot twenty five yards. Seventy six minutes, skip off Richie on Richie through the middle, Kane behind Stan Tuba and Sol on either side. What the fuck team is this? Um, so this season, when we played Everton, we uh, Everton Chelsea. A two or draw, uh, we've moved to a back four. I don't know how many times we've played it this season. It's not often. Uh, but now things are... Um, I think Stellini is... And we're all very aware of the the culture shift that needs to, that needs to change. Um, and it's inevitable. And it, 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 each dynasty swings from one to the other we're creative we're really and uh, now we're, we're hard we're, we're, we're miserly but we're gonna we're creative we're miserly so we're, the cycle is now going to swing back over and it won't be that difficult um and so we've got loads of forwards on no fucking shape nobody's trained for this all fucking season and suddenly we're doing it uh selene is up i don't know three four three um uh, i don't know what this is and so there's people just all over the shop, um, and it culminating in Poro being in a left back slot, missing a header with Solanke. Uh, I don't know where everybody was. Um, they were all up front. Um, so anyway, uh, yes, uh, Poro shoots from distance over the bar, which was a fucking scandal. Um, should have crossed it in. Uh, very shaped for second half. Should have scored, but overall no no real control. 
Uh, Richie scores his offside goal. Dan Juma was offside in the build-up. 86. He's an unlucky bastard, isn't he? Three offside goals this season. Uh, Richarlison, uh, 87, long throw Paris. Richie keeps it alive. He was brilliant. And then it, it uh, breaks to Dan Juma at the edge of the box and he hits it left foot. Slight deflection. Uh, arrows into the bottom corner. Two all. Brilliant. We're saved. Yeah. It's shit, but we're saved. We lose 3 2. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how Bournemouth win this. They haven't left a half the entire second half. Uh, and then Richarlison has to score from the fucking header. What the fuck? 93 minutes. And then 94 minutes. Poro misses a header. Poro misses a header. Why is he doing the left back slot? Then no one reacts. Once you see Poro in the air going up with Solanke, I'm going to assume he's not going to win that. So I need to be all over it. I need to be all over that second ball. So the ball breaks again and Solanke somehow retrieves it. Nobody's around. And then uh, it looked like a slight foul from Solanke as well, but there you go. Um, Poro's got to get tougher. And then Hoiberg has to defend better than that rather than hopping. Um, mm. Like some hot coals that he's trying to get his foot up from. And then U- Uwatra or Uwatara scores. Um, you know, fucking, you know, maybe you wouldn't know who he is and I wouldn't know who he is. Um, you wouldn't know he's right-footed, but he's coming fucking inside. Yeah. Don't sell yourself like an absolute tart. Yeah. Yeah. And then he does that, and it's all over, and then uh, the vaporized goalkeeper. Done. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Just a shirt, shirt fluttering in the, fluttering in the wind, hanging off the crossbar, <laughs> isn't he? Um, no resistance yeah. whatsoever. No. 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 Yeah, no. I feel like Forster would have probably provided just as an obstruction or an obstacle. Yeah, just because he's so fucking huge. Even if he doesn't make any saves, you imagine he's gonna just be in the way. Yeah, but yeah. I'd say Hugo's just—he's like a fine mist. It doesn't. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. It doesn't seem to matter. He's it's just, just going around him. Anything on target just goes in. It's like watching um, Kepa, isn't it? It's just. This, no yeah. resistance whatsoever. It's yeah, it's been a. I'm trying to remember the last time because occasionally, you know, there's a he'll he'll pull out a save, which yeah, you know, most most goalkeepers <clears throat> wouldn't save. Mm. But uh, generally speaking, yeah, he's 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 offered nothing. And well, for one for one, watching Forster, whose distribution is better than Hugo's. Oh yeah, which, yeah. I mean, it's just fucking embarrassing. That is embarrassing. But like every other, every literally every other football match I've watched, even the, the teams that we're playing against, Bournemouth's goalkeepers' distribution is better than Hugo's. Yeah. <laughs> Brighton's goalkeepers, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. So just, I can't understand how he's not got any better at, at passing a football. Because I, I mean, his, his thing was sweeper keeper, wasn't it? Is, um, when he turned of, up, yeah, he used to hair yeah, off the yeah, line. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, that's going to know you'll be on the edge of the box and all that sort of stuff, and that set him apart. I suppose distribution didn't matter as much because we were a possession team and he was sweeping up and then just playing, laying it off short. But now we're kind of having to play at the back with teams pressing us. He's he's really been exposed, mm. really been exposed as just lacking a basic passing ability, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows everyone it knows and it. everybody has the game plan because I don't need a game plan. I just follow what they did last week, for fuck's sake. And because there's this um, this uh, inflexibility about what we're doing, 
it makes it just so easy for the opponent to know what to do. Like we're average, just squeeze them, just squeeze them. They're just going to fuck around with it and not know what they're doing. They don't really yeah. have any, any interest to beat the press. We've got nobody no. like a Dembele to get through the press. Uh, no, the the midfield's not like there. Cool. Yeah. Benton Kura has been a big miss because he would, he can receive it back like, yeah. with a bit of pressure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, once once he was out, and as I say, you got Skip and Hoybier, who they're not the same player, but at least at least in the system, you're expecting them to probably be playing the same role. So yeah. you shouldn't really have both. It should be one of one or the other. One or the other, yeah. Along alongside Bentoncourt. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. doesn't work. And no. Hoybier's not coming short, as you say, he's not even going to attempt to do Dembele and even not necessarily hold people up and roll them in all the wonderful shit yeah. that Dembele used to do. But just being able to, for the first time, pop it around a corner, right or left, didn't really matter. Like he doesn't make himself available for any of that. So you're playing out of the back. And once, certainly Davinson and Dyer to an extent. Dyer's long balls yeah. are okay, but his short passing is it's terrible. Of not much yeah. use. Mm. It's just, but then again, he hasn't got the people to hit. Yeah. Because these aren't guys who are designed to to kind of receive ball under pressure and, and make something from it. So you're persisting with the system, you're playing out of the back to guys, I mean, for the most part, who can't play out. And there's no midfield for them to play into anyway. Hmm. So like all of Romero's good passes generally he's is one man over. He'll very rarely play it to, to kind he, of well, he, not very he, rarely, he bypasses the midfield, yeah. Yeah, quite Basically, a lot. Yeah, yeah. He'll, see, he'll see Son or Cooley or whatever, and he'll play. He'll look like he's going to be passing it to one of the centre mids, but he'll yeah, he'll bypass them. He'll just yeah. go one more. Go one over, yeah. Yeah, and once, yeah, I mean, Davidson is. <clears throat> yeah, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Like I was saying at the time, like hmm. people are like, oh, you can't sub a sub, and you know, it's, oh, of course, it's, not, it's kind of an unwritten rule that you shouldn't be substituting substitutes. But if we're going to a, Back four, Romero has to stay on, but that's a given. And yep. Dyer over Davinson, probably, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so that, that's the decision that just had to be made. It's extremely unfortunate. And I mean, there's some people who are like, oh, we should just start him next game to kind of, I don't know what to prove, <laughs> frankly, because it could be catastrophic. But it, it felt like it has to be done now with him. Like he has to go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he'll do fine. He'll do fine in a system where he doesn't have to play out the back, where he is just a destroyer. Yeah. Even kind of a lower league team or something like that. Or well, not even lower league, but yeah. lower in the premiership. Yeah. That sort of thing. Or in a back four, that would be fine. Because once you're in a back three, there's just an expected level of footballing ability. Yeah. And he, he lacks it, sadly. I mean, well, we've said it many, many times. How could you be in... The presence of Jan and Toby for that long and become worse. How does some of that magic not transfer over to you? Because that's the point. So they got him when we were in a position of strength and we had these two Rolls Royce defenders, uh, but maybe Mm. slightly short on pace. And they looked at Davidson Sanchez and he's got all the pace. Maybe if he's in the school of Toby and Jan, he'll pick up 
some of these genius elements of their ability to defend and read space and anticipate passes, maybe some of that Stardust will rub off on him and it's just bounced off the fucker like his first touch. Just bounced off him. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it doesn't, it doesn't make any but sense. But yeah, somebody has been saying at the end of last season, he was absolutely brilliant for us and, and, and that can't be discounted. Yes, and he doesn't play often enough and you know, Tottenham love <laughs> there's a list of um, Tottenham love a scapegoat and generally it's left and right backs because they're the least um, interesting players um, and Tottenham always had one and um, it was always Gary, Gary Stevens when I was um, when I was a kid it's like fuck me you shit um, <laughs> generally full backs um, because they're like, they can't defend they can't attack what the fuck are they <laughs> certainly back then anyway Looking at early nineties defenders, you're like, oh Jesus Christ, was it? Oh, fullbacks meant nothing. But that was they just stood next to centre backs, and that was it. Yeah, that's kind of more of an era of wingers, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Your responsibility was never to get up the pitch. No. And now you're the complete outball to the extent that um, you know Pep Peppers is. uh, Got the inverted fullbacks because he wants to get more ballers on the pitch, and he sees the left and right back position as um, slightly pointless, and let's use it to advantage by having defenders who are essentially central midfielders because of the the nonsense left and right back situation. Um, yeah, yeah, use it as another. We're going to have all the ball anyway. Well, I think, that's why I find it really funny that because when you look at Arsenal and Man City, uh, we've got a problem with three at the back, but essentially they play three at the back all the time. They start with a four, but they tuck one in. So it's essentially three. But they have better footballers doing it. So that's why it's quite quite upsetting for us. Yeah, We've got Longley, who's silky, but can't can't run. He can't run. He's very slow, but he can use it. He can definitely use it. Dyer oh, yeah, similarly yeah, no, I, I can't know. run, but he can kind of use it. But his choice decision making is terrible, and he saves himself. He doesn't uh, try and save others. He's just saving his own ass all the time, which in the end isn't saving his own ass because you're a defence and you play for a team, and um, nobody's <laughs> nobody's fooled if you can say at the end of the match, "Well, I was in position. Where was everybody else?" No, you have to get out of your position to save other teammates. That's how it works. Uh, but he says an unwillingness on, on his part uh, to do that. This is fine. This is a guy we bought for three million pounds from sourcing Lisbon fucking seven or eight years ago. Um, uh, only only Tottenham can make a short career, fucking long one. We, we were talking about this before. It's a short career. How has he been there that long? How has yeah. there not been other players to replace him? Other players who are, were in that squad who oust this guy. Quite quite yeah. astonishing. And yes, the, 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 the business model has relatively been sound, but just just averages of it's a team game of 11 blokes, 22, 33, 40, 40 fucking guys in a squad. Where the fuck is everybody to um, remove 
remove some of these players, but they're, they're still here anyway. But that's the end of that. Um, but I do find it interesting that we are playing three at the back and then you see City and Arsenal are essentially doing a similar thing. What was thrilling this weekend, mm. after all the shit, was um, Arsenal dropping points yet again. It's looking very, very, very like City are going to do it. I, I always... I couldn't work this out. Um, uh, Pep Guardiola has got this shit hanging over Man City. What's their punishment going to be? They cheated. They cheated Liverpool out of two titles. Now now Liverpool are so dead that they've been cheated. They don't have anything le- left anymore. Um but maybe if they won the league, they, they would have been energised. It's very strange. So in what we we um, we saw out with Liverpool two years ago, so there was extreme arrogance, but they didn't have anything around it. Um, but this was just to keep up with them. But uh, going back to the three at the back, that's what they're, they're doing, but they're doing it from a four. And that's, mm. that's, that's, that's the difference. Um, uh, we and I find it like, hilarious that like, everybody's like, "Oh, just go!" Everybody just go to a back four. Um, but then once you go to a back four, once the, your level of sophistication and comfort um, comfort within that system occurs, then you start modifying the back four. But yeah. um, we're still fucking around with three. That's rigid. Um, that, I mean, yeah. who's to say with different personnel we couldn't get that fucking right? And um, perhaps it was going down that route. But whoever comes in next, I I should imagine that they're not going to play um, three at the back. No, it's got kind of, well, it's tricky because we've got a destiny coming. We just signed Poro, uh, yeah, and they are wing backs. But no, you can you can. You can play a four with well, we did it with Danny Rose and Carl Walker. You can play a four with yeah. fullbacks who get up if one of your three midfielders covers. And I feel like Bizuma can. Um so it's uh, yeah, we I mean we're not doing any inverted fullback shit because as I say, with Poros, there's he's not about that life. He's about no. getting up the wing. Uh, and Destiny definitely definitely isn't about that life. He's also yeah. very much kind of getting up the wing guy. Yeah. So yeah, you would you would assume. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe it would still be a back three, but it can't be. It can't be continued with the the guys that we've got now. It's uh well, yeah, no, it can't. It can't. We have to. I feel like we have to have three people in midfield because Benton Crow has to play. I feel like Basuma should really be bizarre, kind of behind. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know who the fuck. It's four three three. Oh, the 4-2-3-1. 4-3-3, yeah. Yeah, 4-2-3-1. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah <sighs> it's, it's got to be done now. It's, it's got to be done. The personnel there. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's just about a case of uh, whoever coming in. I mean, as I said, it's got to be, whoever comes in has got to be possession-based. Mm. It kind of has to be, because it's just, well, I... I who the fuck knows what people are thinking and what availability and who we can actually get hold of because you see so many names flying around. Um, mm. But it, you would think there's a point where we're like, okay, we're not going to do this. We can't. We can't beat Man City. We can't beat this. So we're going to have to at least entertain the fans. Yeah. Uh, or someone's going to burn the stadium down. 
because yeah. we've had what Nuno, Nuno ball, Mourinho ball, and Conte ball back to back. That's that's just a violation <laughs> in footballing terms to kind of have to endure that over the amount of time that we have, particularly during so, during COVID or coming out of COVID. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, the, like we the need to dream a little bit. Fuck me. Yeah, exactly. And it all started with such optimism because, like, first half of well, Nuno. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the beginning of Nuno's reign was yeah, fairly we, successful. We, we won a couple of yeah. games in a row, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, and the same. They got the month, didn't they? And they got sacked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And then we had the Jose Ball, and we were what top until November. Or yeah, yeah. Fuck it was six one at Old Trafford. We were going to do it. Yeah. And it's and then that doesn't work, and then you know, like Conte gets us into the top four, kind of gets us against all of the odds. So it was all kind of a, I don't know, they're just uh, they're it fleeting like a, moments. It was a net, like, it was a net game, wasn't it? Exactly, yeah. You're like, holy shit, this, this might actually work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. You sneak that bad boy in. Uh, but yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it, we we've 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 endured some some shit. We've endured yeah. some shit. Now we've ate, we've we've right, we've eaten so much shit over the last couple of years. And I was willing to eat shit. Like we've said it multiple times. Like I'm I'm willing to embrace the Let's dark go. side. I'm yeah. willing to stink matches out. But as long as it works, <laughs> and it just is not working. It's not even close. Like if you're playing defensive football but you can't defend, then at some point. <laughs> Something, uh, something's going to have to change. It's, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. like if if your foundation is a defensive solidity and you're going to kind of encourage teams onto you, cool, <laughs> like that's fine. But if you're encouraging teams onto you and they're just getting through you, <laughs> then uh, it becomes a very difficult spectacle to uh, to watch. You can't you can't counter. You can't counter-attack a conceded goal, can you? <laughs> exactly. It's, There's no, uh, you can't counter it. No. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody goes back to the centre, goes back into their position, you kick off. So this, that's not a counter-attack. That's one of the slowest no, counter-attacks ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that counts on the stats. As a You're going to score, and the ball moves mm. towards the opponent's area. No, that, that's just a kick-off, dude. That's not a counter-attack. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so it's um, I don't you know. I think we, the the players are in there, but I uh, say we we're totally there. We're not even going to attempt any form of education from now up until the end of the season in terms of what could be. Uh, I mean, obviously we switch to a back four, and then I mean we're, everything was shit anyway. But we certainly looked for a period. Like an attack-minded football team. Yeah, so, I don't know, but I can't imagine Stellini's gonna go with the back four, start matches with the back four. I think so. No, no, and, and conceding a goal in the last minute—it's like, see, see, doesn't work. Four at the back, that's chaos, <laughs> exactly. chaos. It just confirms my my uh, my my ideas of the game. Yeah, Bombacatenaccio exactly. or nothing else. Yeah, so I think we're going to have to chow down on some shit for for a while. We'll be chewing. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
got to, you've got to chew. Um, so we'll, uh, yeah, as I say, so it's, it's not even worth trying to kind of read into things too much at this point. Cause no, no, no. I mean, that's why uh, there's been such a, uh, my, my whole attitude to all this is just, pfft. you could listen to our podcast from two weeks ago and it would be perfectly oh, no, it's, it's, applicable. Yeah. Perfectly applicable, yeah. and it's um, basically it's all, all it's reaffirmed, all it's confirmed, reconfirmed is that Tottenham, we can't, we can't, there's no way we can't do Chelsea, we can't do a cheap Chelsea, we can't do the what's the line, we can't do a pound lad Chelsea, and even Chelsea aren't yeah. doing Chelsea anymore, and you no, can't, exactly. you can't do che- uh, Man City because nobody can. So you're already one place down in the league before you start. So you have to have something that they don't have. You have to have a technique. You have to have um, a MO that isn't them. And it isn't them. And it confuses them because it's not what they expect. And what they don't expect is somebody who just turns up and goes, you guys are brilliant. I fully expect to, to, to lose today. We're going to, the, yeah. the way it's going to work with Spurs is we might lose. We're not, not like Leeds the way they do it, which is so, somewhere off the charts. But we are, the urge to score is far greater than the, the, the urge to defend. We are going to yeah. pride ourselves on trying to score. Mm. But turning you the other way, turning the tide the other way. Um, we are don't we don't suffer. We don't uh, enjoy the pain. Yes, we would have had experience of it in the last four years. <laughs> Many of these guys will be disappearing anyway. So, what what is the brain drain for that? Who who needs what? What is that information to those guys who you're going to get rid of anyway? Yeah. Um, and that's the, you know what we were saying with um, Toby and Jan and, and and Davinson and what a terrible waste of a resource that is. But um, you know, you're not. Once we 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 we're set up with fairly decent forwards, we've got to play to that um, uh, much more, much more, and we will, and we will, and um, so that it's yeah. not, yeah. It's the, you know. So great, great. Uh, we've uh, tried this experiment. Um, um, it reminds me of George Graham. Uh, oh, he's a winner. Oh, he's a winner. Oh, he's a winner. He's 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 managed a, a rival. Oh, I bet he's a winner. And yeah, um, we can't do them. We can only do us. So let's just do us as best as we can. And 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 everybody will buy into it. Everyone will buy into it. You you will be beating. The, what was great about the Pochettino team is that we smashed all the bums home and away. And I got rumbled by playing too offensively against the bigger teams. That yeah. is good enough. And still beat a few of them. And still beat a few of them. Yeah. There is no way that you can, as Gary O'Neill said of, of Tottenham, they play like the away team at home. That can't be right. Mm. Nobody in any form of football would look at one club to the next and go, you know what we're, we're gonna we're gonna play you like your AC Milan at the San Siro, although they're shit. We're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna play you like that. We're you, we're at home. 
what mm. what is this? And, and, and in the history of our, our existence against that particular team, we pump you. So why do we have to not do that? Oh, because because <laughs> we're, we're, we're practicing a system to play a good team, and then a good team turn up and we just try it around at the back and we can see the goal anyway. Um, yeah. The urge to score is greater than one to defend. It's obvious. Yeah. There's yeah. no there's no goal for defending. There's a goal for scoring. Go score. Uh, it, no, exactly. It, it, exactly. And, and it, like no no kid ever gets involved in football because of fucking defending. No one does. No one does. <laughs> you end up a defender because you're not good enough to be a forward. That, so just just mm. attack. Yeah, certainly when you've got the most prolific fucking Premier uh, pairing in Premier League history. And that, and that, and, and that, and that. But what does that tell you of the whole organisation? We've, we've we've spoken about this before, and I'll never tire like of, of, of re-emphasising this point. How many of the multitude of fucking goals that Harry Kane has scored has been of any significance? So the whole thing is just to keep us our head above water. Yeah. But anybody, the hardest thing in the world is to score a fucking goal. He scores for fun. Yeah. Sort your shit yeah. out behind him. Just sort yeah. your shit out behind him. And then you're there. <laughs> it's so hard to sort out, like, where's the goals coming from? Where's the goals coming from? You get this guy. We don't have to worry about where the goals are from. We just have mm. to sort out the dickheads that just stop things happening. Yeah. And generally, stopping things happen is possession. If they don't have the ball, you, they can't score. Uh, that, yeah. that, these are the rules. We've seen it. We've seen it. It's effective. We've seen Pochettino do it. Um, who, who, I, I don't know anything about the, the, the next and the managerial search I, and where we're going yeah, from here. I, I personally want fresh meat for the grinder. I don't want Absolutely. to see uh, Pochettino. He had his chance, and that's great. And you were brilliant. And we will always think you're brilliant if you never touch this fucking club ever again. Um, well, I and, mean, I'll, I'll take it back in a couple of years, but there, yeah, there yeah, can yeah. be... He's got to do some other shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and there can be no remnants of his original team. Yeah. There's still a good old chunk it's of a, them. It's a, it's a chunk of guys there, yeah. Yeah, it needs to be a whole new a whole new era. So, yeah, mm. no, somebody else, yeah, we need some we need some fresh shit. I don't know who that is. It, it, it's almost pointless kind of reading any of the articles into it who's on offer yeah because none of it fucking matters uh, and most of it's just made up people just taking a punt in the hopes that they can then tweet that they were right yeah yeah and had some sort of inside scoop so i don't know but it's got to it just has to be uh, it has to be somebody who wants to score some goals yeah really because yeah it's 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 get, getting close to winning things hmm while playing entertaining football, nobody nobody complains. Nobody complains. There won't be any fucking change.org petitions to try and get the board out if we're <laughs> playing entertaining stuff and still not winning shit, but playing the entertaining stuff. So, you know, it's kind of in their interest to get back to that. But I get what they were trying. They wanted that final that final yeah. push. Like, had we won the Champions League under Pochettino, I wouldn't be surprised if they sold the club. And then everything yeah, changed. Because because that, that, was, yeah. that was the final, the final page of the pamphlet. The brochure, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that was the last, that was the last bit. Stadium, cool. Training ground, cool. 
all that sorted. And we never quite got there. So he kept kind of hiring guys to see. Maybe, okay, we, maybe we could just these guys nearly did it. These guys, yeah. Basically, yeah. It's like these guys nearly did it. So maybe you can just squeeze enough to yeah. actually just kind of get that over the over the finish line. And it was never going to work because either people were too old or, you know, whatever. So the, the Pochettino team, like he said, the, the rebuild was going to be painful and it was imminent and it needed to be done. But we didn't go for that. Well, we kind of did. Like we bought a lot of players. Like we did sign a lot of players, mm. like you, Lacelsos and Dobelles and fucking Regulon and all of these guys who are soon to come back to us. Yeah. Uh, so we we took a punt, but it felt aimless, and it was never. It was never the vision of a manager. It was just mm. kind of like, well, this we need to. We need to try and reinvigorate, but. If it's not without any sort of plan with a system in mind, then ultimately you're gonna you're gonna flop. And we kinda have. We kinda have. But like you know, as I say, it was it was kind of inevitable. Uh, it's yeah. just now where where we go. But we've you know, we've replenished the squad, as you said. Certainly if Paratici ends up getting the chair, he certainly mm. left us in a better position than we uh, <laughs> so we were when he he started, and that's cool. We'll get um, to the football chair, <laughs> the football chair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are we are like technically in terms of the squad, like we haven't been utilising it in any way, shape, or form yeah. to its maximum potential. But in terms of the roster of players that we have now, it's considerably better than it was two years ago. Oh yeah. So it's just now a case of of making that work, and there's enough ballers in there. There easily is. I mean, as I say, we got unfortunate with Benton Kerr and all that sort of stuff. Like chances are, it wouldn't be anywhere near as bleak as it is now if he was still about, because oh, he yeah. could make shit happen. And it's it's such fine margins. Like a game like Bournemouth, we wouldn't. It wouldn't. He would have just just pushed it over the edge enough where it wouldn't have been close, really. Like we we would have won it fairly comfortably, but maybe they would score a goal or two because we can't fucking defend. But they're just mm. games that were on the knife edge. I feel like having somebody him, somebody like him in in your starting eleven is uh, is enough to kind of ensure that you win football matches. Yeah. So we've been unlucky with injuries. I don't know what happened to Decky. Decky's just not quite been at it. Mm. Um, but then even you know like Son. Clearly, when Stilini, even though Stellini is playing the same system, it's kind of visible that it's slightly different. Kane's dropping deeper and Son is a bit more on the shoulder because Son's hold-up play has been... It's been fucking atrocious. It's horrendous. So, it's like he's never done it so before. Just, yeah, exactly, yeah. And this isn't... Everyone's like, oh, you know, tactics and Perisic meant that he couldn't do what he could do. But like, if you can't control the ball, then it, there's no tactical instruction that can be given. Yeah, kind of tell and, that, and that's incredible. It. When, I'm, when, it when okay, I saw the um, sensational uh, documentary, it was all about how he 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 would train for hours on end. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing if you couldn't receive the ball if with a back to goal? Shooting, maybe shooting exactly. He couldn't receive a ball with a back to goal. Basic passes, basic passes, like he's just fluffing little five yard passes. And this is the thing, like Hoyvier apparently is. Like top ten of most progressive passes in the. Well, we know that's league. not true. 
<laughs> uh, that's the thing, though. You can look it's at the graph. Right? It's oh, not. Yeah, that's great. No chance. But if you if you kick it into the corner flag, so some guy's got to chase it and then probably lose it, that yeah. counts as a progressive pass. Okay. Like, there are certain players that they just make shitty decisions. So, yeah, Hoybeer may make a certain number of passes that kind of get him onto some sort of list. But it's not into people's stride. It's kind of not in a way that's drawing one of the opposition players in and gives yeah. you the end the opportunity. It just slows the game down or goes backwards, yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of wall passes. And even the wall passes aren't to the player's good foot. There's kind of so much in his game that is bad. <laughs> yeah. But he's he plays kind of in a in a way that, yeah, contributes to these these sorts of stats where he's suddenly one of the most high performing centre mids in the Premier League. And like you can keep your stats. Yeah. You can keep your stats because they don't make any sense. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to get a bit. Wait. I hope just pause it for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pause it. <laughs> yes. Mm. Where were yeah, we? So I, I can't I, remember. I can't really remember. It just good. Good. Noise. Just, um, no, it's about, yeah. It's just about Hoibia. Uh, I hope yeah, yeah. me. He's, yeah. he's a divisive figure. But. I mean, it's a reason Bayern shifted him. Like they knew, they knew something wasn't quite right. Uh, and in a three, he might be okay, he might be all right, I suppose. But when he's one of the two, it just there's no fucking chance. There's absolutely no chance. Can Can you imagine Luis Enrique, the first day of training, doing a a rondo with him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah. It's like yeah. he's passing it to a wall. It doesn't Yeah. A wall a wall that yeah, no. doesn't bounce straight back at you. It's like what the fuck Where's, yeah. what's wrong with that wall? Yeah. It's coming off at funny angles. Mm. But then you know, we kind of assumed that because Conte played centre mid that he would know he would be able to see it and just be like, No, nah, this guy's not this guy doesn't have it. I played with Zidane. This guy doesn't have yeah. it. Yeah. Not, you know, obviously there's a Conte and a Zidane and arguably you need both in the midfield and maybe Javier sees himself as Conte, but surely Conte's looking at him like, no, no. But uh, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, Hojbjerg looks, looks at, he's an he's a, he's a administrator, but he, he's a person that, um, <clears throat> like the, there's being a footballer and there's the perception of you and the performance of you. Um, and most people perform in a, in a creative way. He's performing in a, uh, administrative way where he gives the, gives managers what they think that they want and they're fooled into thinking he's delivering what they want. So yeah, it's, it's all very convincing. It's very convincing. It's very convincing. But, you know, if, it's, if you're signing from Southampton for 15 million quid, this, this, isn't, mm. this, isn't, this isn't a physical phenom like Wanyama was before these injuries. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who could just rotivate and you're like, oh, this, you, can't, you can't fuck with this guy. Hoiberg turns up and he goes, I'm just going to point you in certain directions. And uh, my... 
my battle plan for the match is so foolproof that I won't have to be a good footballer at all, but I'll just arrange my pieces around in so far as that I don't have to play in any way and uh, the organisation will win out. The, the the seven days of preparation will win out rather than mm. seeing where the ball's bouncing and who's playing well and who's not playing well and who needs who needs help and how um, how do you get yourself out of a hole? Not very, very few. Um, he doesn't do that often enough, uh, or have an interest to it. It just yeah. disappears. Yeah, yeah. Like how many yeah. times when there'll be goals where there's like a third man run, and you'd see it with your one yards and stuff like that, where they were the ones making the last ditch tackles. Yeah. I mean, I suppose with the back three, it's less likely that a midfielder should be. I don't think I've ever seen Hoiberg go to the deck in a last-ditch tackle. I don't think I've ever no. seen that. No, no, I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't He's think never I have. gone to the floor. I've never so seen maybe. a sliding tackle from him. No. And he's, he's, he's again, that'll be, you go to ground, you're out of match. You can't affect the game. And, and and the managers go, genius. That's exactly what I want to hear. Superb. Absolutely brilliant. I want you at half time to tap everybody on the shoulder and and, and point to point to your um, your temple. Point to your temple. That, that's, what, that's what I want you to do, because that'll keep everybody on side. You will keep all of these players, that's my general, you'll keep all of these players on the boil. On the boil for, for yeah. to, to receive the information. You're like, oh my god! Where's your first fucking touch? Can you see a pass? And can you save a mate when they're in trouble? That's what I need to see. Yeah. That's leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of this yeah, temple no, tapping at half time for fuck's sake! And everybody goes, "Who's that?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who just tapped me on the shoulder? Who was that? Mm. It's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I yeah, say it's tricky because he, he he has. A lot of people fooled. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's 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 hard to imagine that even somebody that comes in isn't going to pick him. Yeah, really. But as I say, in a three, yeah, it might it might be less of an issue. And he was better with Bentancourt. I think Bentancourt again. Yeah, I can't speak highly enough of him. I think he does make yeah. people raise their games. Yeah, uh, but that's not a reason to keep somebody. Uh, his no. game can be raised to an acceptable level. Like any other team, though, you'd have well. like so many more options. Any of the yeah. big boys, man, there's so many options in places, and we're like, oh, we're scrambling mm. around um, for players. And and with and that's the other thing with whoever comes in next, we'll be looking at the youth fucking team. We've got hundreds of players in youth teams. The um, under 17s won the something Premier Cup or whatever it was, smashing. Uh, Nottingham Forest tonight. Just need to see some more players coming out of the out of the youth setup. Just horrendous. We're not we're not selling these kids for a huge amount of money. Let's get them in. Let's get them in. That's yeah. how you that's how you make your money. And uh, with these win now balance, um, they have no interest in, in in shaping the future or getting or validating your own. Uh, you set up insofar as that uh, both Mourinho and um, Conte, uh, the youth setups didn't follow their 
they were completely different businesses. Yeah. Our youth teams did not play the the systems that um, whether it's Mourinho playing the inverted um, uh, fullback nonsense that was just because of shortcomings and. Um, you think well, there has to be a production line and it has to be completely coordinated and the only way for us to be successful is getting that youth system coming through and um, and continuing uh, yeah. and, and it, it kind of makes you robust for what for whatever comes and goes uh, you can uh, you could be sure that the production line keeps keeps producing Um and we've lost sight of it. We've just completely yeah. lost sight of it. Yeah, well, supposedly the, the the gap between first team and academy with Conte grew even larger. Like he would call youth team players up so they would miss youth team matches basically to use them as cones for the first team. Mm. Uh, which isn't, well, that's not useful at all, is it, frankly? Yeah. Uh, but then Selena was like, we got, I mean, Divine, we know about Divine. I, I have a feeling we'll end up seeing him kind of yeah, sooner yeah. than later. Uh, but it was the other guy who scored a bunch of goals recently. I can't remember his name. Oh, but anyway, Salini was was like, yeah, yeah. Team was like, oh yeah, these guys are ready for the first team. Put them on the bench. Didn't bring them on. Again, mm-hmm. I suppose it would be one of those. If we were three 0 up, they probably would have come on. <laughs> was the uh, last time you're we're not three exactly. <laughs> Three nil up, exactly. It's, but the way that he plays, yeah. it was no fucking way that we're going to be three nil up. So you know, you're just pissing in the wind, really. That was the interesting thing about the was Sanchez getting uh, pulled. I noticed in the background there was uh, um, Alfie Devine and the uh, Abbott kid I've never heard of. Who was on the bench, and all you could see is both of those kids were giving him side eye, and. As a yeah. development process, that's that's wild. That's wild that you're 18, 19, 20, and you're sitting on a bench and you're seeing the opprobrium delivered towards the board, the 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 idea of the club, the the players on the pitch that represent the people who own this fucking club and who, who think that that those personnel, that personnel um, um, is sufficient um, to do what we need to do. And these kids are just side-eyeing Sanchez going, what the fuck is he thinking right now? Because th- this is the, yeah. it's, it's the biggest insult in the world, getting sub getting subbed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but they would be training with him all the time. And, and it's just, a, again, you wouldn't want... Um, you don't want that experience wasted on Divine or Abbott. You hope, no. you'd hope they'd oh, no. have something about them that they could absorb that. It's like this, mm. there is a certain level of ability. There has to be a certain level of ability. So, application, who cares about that? People can run around. But uh, to be accepted. Um, at Spurs, it's always been that way. In the same way that you know, Chris Chris Armstrong didn't celebrate his goals because everybody thought he was shit, and he wasn't. Um, yeah, uh, Jurgen Klinsmann and Darren Bent. Similarly, this guy's shit. Um, 
Yeah. Um, but he's there. And it, like, you just want yeah. guys who are, the, the ball is their friend. It's a brilliant thing. They're artists. They want to use it. Um, they want to hang out with other artists. All of that shit. Of course, in a, in a blend of a team, you need the hot carriers and the water carriers and all of that shit. But to get to any level of football, you have to be fucking good. You have to be able to use the bloody ball. It has to come to you and it doesn't just bounce off. And obviously yeah. it, it gets it gets more pronounced where you've got other guys who also are very good. And so a ball bouncing off you at this level is not a ball bouncing you at another level. It's because these guys are just on, on top of you so quickly. Um, but the the mastery of the ball has has to be there and um you need you know enough guys enough kids in that environment who are looking after the ball all of the time to know that no matter what situation yeah. in a in a fucking minefield in the middle of a dance floor you could still pass the ball around and it would be uh, the easiest thing in the world and it's not even it's not even a chore um yeah. That's 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 then uh, that's why when you see someone like Hoypia, it's that it, it, the ball is not his friend at all. It tu- it turns up and goes He's trying to get rid of it. Why are we doing this? Why, what what what? Yeah, it doesn't want to be anywhere near him. He doesn't want it anywhere near him. Yeah, it's uh, not conducive to yeah useful levels of football. Sadly. So, do you know anything about Arna Slot? I don't. I've kind of read stuff that he's extremely attack-minded. Yep. Yeah, kind of attack with no regard for anything else. Uh, but yeah, no, I've got no idea. I have no idea, but I'm 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 uh, I'm here for uh, bald, overweight men. <laughs> I think that I I think we need to. Uh, I'm I'm hankering for Martin Yol. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Martin Yon was lovely. Yeah. With the Steed Mar Bronx and the Hossam Gali's. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, yeah no, I, I don't know. I don't know. But who the fuck knows, man? Fuck I don't want Enrique. I, I think he's too good. I don't I think Enrique's too good, but it's not it's not too good. He's he's not really at any point managed a team like Spurs. So you you need you need to do that. You need to punch up, not punch down. That's that's what yeah. I'm looking for now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it's true. I think it needs to be somebody who's who's not come from somewhere huge. And like Enrique's done Barca in, in Spain. Like, yeah. They've they've won a lot of stuff. So it's all a step down from here. Yeah. Uh whereas you want somebody who's trying to to kind of reach those levels, really. Yeah. And just had to had to eat shit themselves, but continued to persist with it. Whereas mm. I don't think Enrique's had any sort of fucking adversity in, in oh in no, his he's managerial just career. It's very he's smooth. A, yeah, yeah. So no, we need somebody who's had to persist with some stuff and tweak and and figure things out a little bit. Been in the trenches and been knocked down course. and built himself back up again. Yeah, That's exactly. kind of journey. Yeah, exactly. He's blown their legs off. Yeah, stepped on landmines. <clears> all just that shit. We need somebody. Yeah. Who's, He's just, just a, a yeah, torso he's, with robo legs. Essentially, yeah. Well, we need somebody who's also eating shit. Mm. Yeah, sizable <laughs> amount of turd. They've learned from. Oh yeah, yeah, loads of it. 
but they've learned from those meals. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 they've, they've developed it and, but while continuing to persist with the same ideals and all that sort of stuff, that's yeah. kind of what we need. We need somebody who's, who's, who's figured it out. Not somebody who came from a fucking team that was just walking past yeah. everybody. Uh, that team that had, yes, yeah, Suarez, Messi and Neymar. Oh yeah. Uh, Armageddon. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'd suddenly step down into it and have to build something. I don't know if he's capable of that. Whereas, again, I don't know enough about Arnest a lot, but he must have eaten some shit. <laughs> Does he have shit on his lips? I, I have no idea. Big shitty lips. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> such a wet sound, that was. Such a wet sound. I know. I specifically looked up wet fart. So. <laughs> right, I mean, that's, that's the perfect end. Uh, just fuck this. Yeah, I think that might fuck be. This. These guys are shit. I think that might be. Uh, uh, this is what I mean. It's, it, there's no point. It Up until really the end is. of the season, we're all yeah. wasting each other's You're time. You're Until they kill me. The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan national team have visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.